interesting folks, and a hearty welcome to our drive-in theater. We have a wonderful evening's entertainment lined up for you, one that will provide several hours of pleasurable relaxation and diversion for you and your family. Did you fail to dress up for tonight's show? No tie, an old shirt and slacks, a house dress? Well, don't give it a thought. We're glad you came as you are. We just want you to enjoy yourselves. Don't forget to visit our refreshment center during the intermission or any time. You love the tasty array of snacks we have to offer. So will the youngsters. Everything is quality and mm, so good. We hope you'll make this a weekly visit. Bring the family. Bring your friends. There are always wonderful new pictures to see, delightful snacks to nibble, a gay, pleasant evening for all. Oh, a word of caution. Don't drive over 10 miles an hour in the theater area for your safety's sake. And mom or pop, go with the kids when they leave the car. We hope you have a wonderful time. Come back soon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Walking Mania Week 2 McBain. This is James Glickenhouse, so we got to say it's good, and we got a half hour full of uh, 80s war trailers, which has some gold in it. I mean, solid gold. But first, I got to say, go, well, go ahead. This is Carl. I, I, I was just going to say that these uh, compilations for Movie Trailer Madness have been basically gold. They really have been and, good. They really do a good job. And they're short. <coughs> we don't have to worry about timing, just 30 minutes in and out. Yep. But first, before we get trailer started, we got to say a fond farewell to Dane Edna herself, Barry Humphreys, who was really the start of the Brogan humor. Yeah, Barry Humphreys, uh, for me, you know, I go back to Barry McKenzie. Yeah, Barry and, McKenzie and, and Barry McKenzie conquers the world. Right, that where, has, where, uh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say he plays like three or four roles, including Dave Edna. You know, yeah, I mean, he that's was telling, the one, he yeah. several And that's the one where uh, Donald Sutherland plays a vampire. Yes. But Long yeah, he was there during the start of the raunchy... Australian comedy. He conquered Australia, conquered Britain, conquered U.S., all over, man. And the second, well, Jorge and Bass, the the one that Carl's doing tomorrow, The World, The Flesh, and The Devil. Uh, what's the Angel Yeah, Angel Levine. Carmen Bait. Carmen. What's the version uh, of uh, Carmen that he did? Carmen Jones. Yeah, Carmen Jones. Uh, and that's also, don't the forget one... Uptown Night. Oh, God, yeah. And that's the one and only Harry Belafonte. If we really want to get his last words, 
Uh, go to the great movie. If you haven't seen it yet, then you can go to, you need to go to Movie Geeks Hell. And that is, am I black enough for you? They do a whole segment on, on Belafonte in, in that oh, documentary. Yeah. It's really, really good. And uh, here we uh, go to uh, 80s war trailers, and we're about to hit the hit the field okay, running. Hold on. And hold on. Hold on to watch. Part one. Yeah, it's part one. Madness, so everyone knows. Well, it's the newest. It's the newest one after 90s sci-fi trailers, so it's basically going to be easy to find. But here we go in five, four, three, two, one. Here we go. This is the movie that made Brian Brown and Edward Woodward over here. Yes, the Wicker Man sort of flopped. But this state, but this written in stone, Edward Woodward is one of the most manly men ever made, and it was based on a true story too. And there's and that's Jack, Jack Thompson. Thompson, and he's great in this. Yeah, this is. Then you don't know your '80s. War films, 80s art films, 80s action films. The great Breaker Morant. That's what, that's the way they screwed up is that they killed a German missionary. You know what I mean? Yep. Oh, yeah. But they didn't fight war. It was uh, a German missionary on his way to uh, a religious uh, monastery. Mm-hmm. Jack Thompson plays their their uh, defense attorney. Yeah. And, and they end so up. Good. Yeah, and he, Breaker Morant became a. Folk hero in Australia because they uh, screwed him horribly. They let the people who ordered him to do it didn't have no, didn't have nothing happen to him. But him and his fellow they got they got it up the butt hard. Yep, they did. And Edward Woodward has one of the most famous. And greatest uh, in lines ever. Mm-hmm. And Roger Corman released it. Yes, he did. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, get your girl bucket out. Yeah. Seriously. The problem with normal audiences in this movie is that 
It is about the boredom of war. The guy with the cigar is the director himself, and that would be Samuel Fuller, the big red one. You have to see it uncut because the short version is good, but the three-hour, close to three-hour cut really gets into the boredom of war. Or if, like, you march for five hours, shoot for about 30 seconds or a minute, and then you march some more. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, Sam Fuller was at D-Day. Mm-hmm. And Robert Carradine, who's in this, actually sort of plays Sam Fuller. Well, he does play Sam Fuller. And Sam Fuller has actually got a cameo in this. Mm-hmm. And there's the namesake himself, Griff. Oh. I wrote it, baby face. Face? Yeah. This this is an absolute fantastic film. Yeah, it has the moments of terror. And the moments of joy and happiness. One of the most true to life films, too. You know, through the yeah. eyes of war, which of course, you know, he's not exactly uh, uh, objective. Let's just say. Yeah. It and, is, and this was his dream Gordon, movie. Right? Yeah, this was his dream movie. Yeah, it was. And and speaking of walking, the last Alistair McLean movies. The problem is the title is more badass than the movie itself. I've seen it once, sort of like... See what I mean? Yeah. The movie is not that good. Only the best things about it is walking, the movie title, and that fucking gun right there. Yeah. I keep forgetting that uh, walking won an Oscar for uh, the Deer Hunter. Right. Which I love to death. Both a lot. I love it more than uh, a po- as a movie. I love the Deer Hunter more than Apocalypse Now. Agreed. This was one of Tom Berenger's first films. Oh, let's throw some Shakespeare in it. Well, the term was literal back when it was said. In short, set out the attack dogs. Mm -hmm. See? 
I'd enjoy that shoot. I'd enjoy shooting that gun for the movie too. I'd have that yeah. grin with that gun with that big barrel and just the glow and all that. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it's not that good. But then again, I can't think of many good Alistair McLean movies. Look hard pass. Uh, yeah, this is one of the last old school ones. Uh, the Sea Wolves. Okay. That's one of those I'm like, well, I thought that was a 70s. That's 1980. Oh, it's uh, Australian, because look who's there. Yep. No, I think it's a quite one. I like workman like director. Hey, there's Gregory Pratt. That's one guy that didn't really do do as well in his later career as Gregory Peck in his 70s and 80s. Oh, God, let's not talk about the boys from Brazil. Oh, there are more. I, I, I want to forget exists. David Niven. This is definitely one of them all-star movies. With two James Bonds in the movie. Yeah. Who was the second James Bond? Everyone knows well, about that would be David Roger Hill. Moore. Yeah. The Singer Royale of a 1967 scoop. Yeah, this is definitely one of those old school romantic men on a mission movies. Trevor Howard. Yeah, those were big in the 70s and 60s, the M.O. the mom movies. Mm-hmm. Men on a Mission. Which was the first one to take the Men on the Mission movie from uh, the old school 50s and into the modern day with the 60s, Carl? Mom. Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, war movie. Um, just tell me what you're thinking. It's probably one of the Dirty Dozen. Yeah. Clark. Like that was not what I was thinking. You're right about that. Yeah. I was thinking Guns of Navarone, actually. No, that wasn't as nasty or dirty as Dirty Dozen was. For the makers of the Wild Geese. Now, the Wild Geese is a good one. Mm-hmm. Oh, this one is better than it has any right to be from that crap book. 
Eye is a needle. Is it eye of the needle or eye of the storm? Eye of the needle. Donald Sutherland is great as the German agent who's sneaking into uh, Britain. So good in this. And Kate Nelligan, I, I'm surprised she didn't do better in her career after this. Not that she, she didn't yeah. work, but nothing this. This was huge. This was a big, big film. 82 or This was the first feminist World War II film. Yeah. You can also say this is a spy movie, too. Yeah, it was. Follett, yeah. In case you're wondering, boys and girls, Kim Follett in the 70s and 80s was a big writer of the spy movie. What do we got? Yeah. You got Paramount, so it must be good. It's one of those exotic movies. Where is this? Uh, this at Britain. Oh, you mentioned it earlier. Polly. I still don't know what it is. Yeah, Gia Polly. Gallipoli. Oh, Gallipoli. Okay, yeah, that's what the it one, is. Uh, yeah, the first really big film of uh, Mel Gibson. Right. About these boys who are sent in at Gallipoli to be uh, uh, meat for the grinder. Yeah. This was set during the Russian, uh, I mean, Nazi uh, desert campaign. Mm-hmm. Peter Weir. This is a good one if you haven't seen it. Oh, absolutely. Hey. (laughs) I love it when someone does the Sig Heil and it just looks like they're going, hey. You know. Oh, the lion and uh Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's the lion and something. And of oh, course it has uh I'll read over the top. It's not the lion the witch in the wardrobe, I'm just saying. No. The lion it's in the, the desert, I think. But still, it's got uh, Oliver Reed over the top. 
and that's always, always fun. fun. What? Oh yeah. Not it's as fun, fun as Malcolm McDowell over the time. True. Malcolm McDowell was naked except wearing a butcher's uh, apron with a Nazi insignia in it, and I forget what movie. Oh, is this the one about, yeah, Mustafa Akkad. He also he also did the one about Muhammad, too, with Quinn. That is not this. And that's what made me love Mustafa Akkad. They want to kill you for making the movie about the lion, lion of the desert. Okay. They want to kill you for making the movie about Muhammad. Let the motherfuckers in. I'll kill <laughs> fucking one of them. Fuck them fucking assholes. You didn't fuck with uh, Akkad. No, you didn't. Oh, Ooh. George C. Scott. Oh, I loved this one. Snaps. Yeah, this one doesn't do it for me. That's me, okay? Yeah, this but it was not, still not, good. Yeah, I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just saying this did not do it for me. The best actor in this movie is... uh. Tom Cruise as the psycho sniper. Mm-hmm. And Scott is always dependable. I mean, he he did yeah. Was not a good director, but when he was being directed by someone else, he was good. He thought. Timothy Hutton was okay. He did some good movies, but some bad ones, too. Ronnie Cox. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see sending any kids to a military school. Sorry. Yeah, this is a real dark uh, Lord of the Flies type film. Yep. How about Becker, who also did The Onion Field? Trust me, he was, he did not like, he he was dark material. All, All his films were dark. What's this? Red Ward? Oh, no, 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 no. Uncommon Valor. Oh, yeah. The one about uh, Ross Perot and his crazy mission to rescue his son from over in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Just they didn't use the Ross Perot name. No. This is a I mean, damn good film. I like this yeah. film. Yeah. Well, look at who's in it. Yeah, seriously. 
Gene Hackman. Your boy. Yeah. Fred Lewis. Uh, what's his name from Trancers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just about to mention Tim Harrison. Yeah. This movie wasn't no good. The same story was told by uh, Oliver Stone, and you loved that version. Mm -hmm. What was the name of it? The one with uh, James Woods that you loved? Salvador. Salvador, yeah. This is like the American action film version of Salvador. Strictly 80s. Joanna Pakula. Is that Ed Harris? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Cool. Is this under fire? Okay. Yeah. Like I said, it's more of a American action film version of uh, uh, Salvador. PG, this only could be forced him from Navarone. Let's see if I'm getting good and psychic. It's Columbia, so yeah, it's probably Force 10 from Navarone. Let's see. Oh, from the Pulitzer winning, prize winning play. And then Force Jewison. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I love this movie. It's a good one. It's a real good one. 
Yeah, and they just showed why. Adolf Caesar, man. Oh, Adolf Caesar steals this film. And whose first uh, major film was this? Denzel? Yeah, Denzel Washington. Yep. This movie was uh, was is underrated. And Adolf Caesar was in the play version of uh, this. Oh, God. Okay, they have to have one bad one. The under fire is not that good. Remember, there was uh, three or more, three wild geese films at least. There was uh, Wild Geese, The Wild Geese 2, Codename Wild and Geese. Code name. Code name. And yeah. trust well, me, that's what this, this is, is the worst code name. Three by far. This is not good. Yeah. Well, it doesn't have any. Yeah, hey, there's, hey, it's got Klaus Kinski, so there must be something good. Leave Leave that place too. But it is not good. It's oh, not. No. I'm sorry. Especially as good as the first one is. I don't know if they're going to show it, but if they don't, the first Wild Geese is definitely worth watching, isn't it? That was late 70s, though. Well, well, I'm just talking about the trilogy as is. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Oh, God, I wouldn't give Klaus Kinsey a fucking machine gun. <laughs> no, no way. You remember that uh, picture I put up from Fritz Carat? Uh No, it's uh, Aguirre the Wrath of God that yeah. had uh, uh, him and her talk about to kill each other, and I say... Uh, no, that's Fritz Geraldo. They were gonna, they were gonna kill each other at this Corona. Yeah, and I said that's me and you uh, working out the shows each week. Yeah, exactly. And sadly, it was, wasn't it? It still is. Thomas, Thomas Ward. What? Thomas Ward. Yeah. Oh no. Oh, this is this, this is, is this is but this is a buddy Giovanni's American Nightmares, aka Combat Shot. Yep. Now, oh, it, 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 yeah, if you want to watch a dark, nasty, dirty film, this is it. This is it. I remember going to the Action Island, renting this, and feeling so goddamn dirty and depressed when it was over. Oh, it's nasty. But it's it, 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 it's nasty. It's also yeah. fucking brilliant. 
But it's Buddy G. Vanzano. He was a member of the New York crew along with uh, Abel showing the dark, nasty, sweaty balls of New York City. The only other thing I know of Buddy real well is there's there's a uh, horror compilation film called The Theater for Something. He does a segment in it and it's really, really good. There's a scene in this where this guy, because uh, he don't have his uh, gimmick, he uh, rips his uh, vein open with teeth. And uh, heroin right into the vein. Uh. And life is hot and crack town is just as good and just as nasty and bleak and dark. That one I've not seen. That one I don't know. This one you need to see, Carl. Oh, well, well I've seen Combat several times. Three times. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, why are they ruining the mother ending? Oh, great. Let's just show them the fucking ending. Yeah. And you thought Deer Hunter was, was uh, depressing? Uh, no. Deer Hunter is a walk in a fucking park. It's sad that he's only really done uh, two major films, a couple of books, the one you've seen. Right. Okay. Now, let me find it. The end of that. Boy, they ended with a damn. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Now, that's only part one. They come up with part two. There's a lot in the 80s still they haven't they haven't gotten to. A lot of great <laughs> ones that we haven't seen. Yeah. There it is. They ended with combat shocks. That actually shocks me. We get to zero zero. Okay, pause. Now I'm ready to go. So do you want to yeah. say something about this before we start? This is a totally insane movie with Christopher Walken directed by James Glickenhouse. At the time when it came out, which is about 88, 89, to about 94, Glickenhouse was one of the gods. If you went to a video store and you seen James Glickenhouse, as director, you would rent it without even thinking. Yeah, I, of course, I didn't do much with the VHS, but all these came up on HBO and that. And, man, any time I saw the name Clicking House, I'm watching that shit. Yeah. I'm surprised I don't know this one. I don't. You know, that's Especially with all of the actors. And I didn't know. Yeah. 
But we'll talk about all the great actors in it as they come up and or as they show them up in the credits. So get to McBain, full movie, HB, 1991, Christopher Walken, uh, Michael... Ironside and Maria Cushman. Michael Ironside, yeah. And it's Film Major is the uh, is 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 the supplier of it. Film Major. Yeah. And here we go in five, four, three, two, one. Press play now. There we go. A Boyd Carbon production of a James Glickenhouse film. film. Christopher Walken, Maria Conchita Alonso, McBain. With that title, you have no idea what you're doing. Uh, Poi Manu Valley, 1973. Michael Ironside, another great one who never got the chance he got. And there Steve is James. one of our gods, Steve fucking James. Everyone who's talked about working with Steve James has said he's one of the greatest actors and just a great person. T.G. Wade. Victor Argo. Oh, nice. Always good to see Victor. And this is the cover of Dyer's uh, Brother in Arms. Oh, Chief Venera, too. Nice. And I gotta, I gotta bring up the volume a little bit because there are no closed captions. Yeah, it's a bit low. How'd you like that? Okay. You've been dead meat. No. If I'm bleeding through, let me know. Oh, don't worry about it. That means the people can uh, hear the sound and keep up with us. Okay. Seriously. This is gorgeous. Yeah. Steve James. I mean, there's so many chances that he had. Uh, let's see. Uh, what's its name? Uh, uh, Cannon fucked him over hard. And, yeah. uh, and then every time he got a break, he got cancer. Yep. He... Uh... Two films that he's in that I love is The Brother from Another Planet and then To Live and Die in L.A. He has smaller roles in both, but he's so good. 
And don't forget uh, Street Justice, which there isn't a good copy of out there. No. It's a film where he uh, took, where he made, where he made himself have the starring role. And he was supposed to star in Sam Raimi's superhero show, Mantis, which was created for him, but then the cancer came back and killed him. This is the second great war film that uh, Glickenhaus uh, Okay. And you know what the first is? And it also had Steve James in it. Which one? Tell me. What do you call the retired Terminator? Uh, I don't know. Tell me. An ex-Terminator. Oh, Exterminator. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And it also had uh, Steve James in it. Yep. He was going to have, uh, Glickenhouse wanted to have Steve James as the star, but the studio wanted, uh, uh, wanted a real name. Yeah, a white name. And there he is. The one, the only. Yep. That's how strong Steve James is. He's moving that whole log by himself. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, how do you look at it? It's starting with a fucking pit fight. Yep. Yep. Go get him walking. He's getting his shit beat out of him. Yeah, that's what I like. He's not your average badass hero, you know. Yeah. Mm. Oh, ouch. See, look, Steve Daniels just barely <laughs> used his pinky finger to break that guy's neck. Yep. He gains such a badass, he just looks at you and kicks your ass. Nice. nice. Now there's a guy I would love to get on the show. Who? Glickenhouse. Oh, hell yeah. Fucking A. Mm. So when you were describing this film to me, you didn't really tell me it was a war film or it started out as a war film. Yeah. I didn't realize that. <laughs> okay, he's got some crazies. 
There are some crazies here. Well, this is a big plot point right here. Okay. Nice. That's how he gets involved in this, the modern okay. stuff, you know. Okay. All right, so that's the prologue. Medellin, Colombia, 18 years later. Now that would be 1991. Yeah. That's when this came out. She, was she an 80s girl or a 90s girl? I'm not sure. I think a little bit sure of both. Who's... Late 80s, early 90s. Okay, I, I'm uh, I'm going to go there for a second. Hold on. I'll tell you. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's the guy that McBain owes and gave him the half of... Uh... Yeah, that's Maria Conchita Alonso. She's more of a 90s yeah. girl. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the guy he gave half a dollar. Uh-huh. Right, that's Santos. She's still, she's still acting, by the way. Yeah. She's still around. Well, she's always good. Oh, yeah. She was in uh, one of our favorites, uh, Kiss of the Spider Woman. Right. Well, more uh, as a secondary uh, She character. was in the 80s, too. She was in the 80s. Yeah. She started a lot with TV in the 80s. And then uh, as you go on, she was on Moscow and Hudson. Fear City, A Fine Mess, Touch and Go. Yeah, 80s. She started really... That's one we need to do some... Oh, God, yeah. That's the two that we need to do someday. You know, she's also in The Running Man, Colors, Yeah. Vampire's Kiss, Predator 2. That's... Yeah. That's, yeah. I've just seen three of hers that we need to do. Uh, yeah. The Running Man, uh... Uh, what was the other two big ones? Okay, hold on. Let me go back. Uh, well, Predator 2, Vampire's Kiss. No, um, earlier. Extreme Prejudice, Extreme Prejudice. Yeah, Extreme Prejudice. 
Moscow and the Hudson and Fear City. Fear City. Yeah, yeah. We got it now that we've City. got the uncut version out. Yeah, really. Which drives me crazy. Yeah, it doesn't cut out any gore, any violence, any sex. <clears throat> it cuts out plot. There's many scenes of uh, the killer reading from his diary. Mm-hmm. Yowza. Don't look at the hookers that way. Yeah, really. See, that's proof that they're Spanish. You know why? <laughs> look how many they got in the trunk. That's how come the yeah, Mexicans really. weren't allowed in the driving without them checking it out because we could get like five or six motherfuckers in there. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And in our drive-in, we, you know, whatever. They made so much money at the back bar, they didn't really care. Yeah, that was the joke. They're like, yeah, we got in free. We save money. They're like, he was always one of the big bad guys in the anti-cartel era. But that we didn't mention it on the drive-in episode, but that's what they would do. They know that they would make twice their money back from your ass from uh, the snack bar. Why didn't she cut his stab him in the dick or when she had the chance? Yeah. I've never understood that in action films. They had a beautiful chance. Yeah. You know. God damn, this motherfucker's in a rush. Yeah. Okay. Okay, this is not making a lot of... I mean, I'm not sure exactly who these people are. are they American well, they're black? American because they got the flag on there. Yeah, yeah. Well, but I it's more that. like uh, that call that call for emergency was from Glickenhaus. Okay, we haven't had any stunts of people getting killed with machine guns in under 10, in 10 minutes. We got to take care of that. Right. Yep. 
do not throw rocks at a motherfucker with a machine gun. <laughs> yeah, really. Okay, old white guys in the government, that that's always scares me. You can extrapolate my comments to today if you want. Yeah. That's okay. I'm This really goes into the whole, uh, uh, where, uh, what's his name, uh, Manuel Noriega was being helped by the government so they could smuggle out guns, you know. Right, exactly. Fuck your mom. Fuck your mom. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Ah, those give me nightmares. You hear me? Yeah. Those uh, moon-shaped antennas that never fucking work. You can't fuck with... Uh, Metal coal hanger with uh, tin foil around it. Right. Oh yeah. Go to town with that whip, homeboy. He may be the bad guy, but homeboy be going to town with that whip. Yeah, seriously. Don't grab grandma's <laughs> butt, you pervert. I'm fucked, aren't I? You're going to kill these people? I don't know. I think okay, old boys just didn't join with the whip. You should have killed his ass when you had the chance. That's one way to get someone to boogie, ain't it, Carl? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Isn't that how they used to do at the dance club? They pull a gun on you say, get down. Yeah. Look, it's supposed to be metals, and you can tell they're plastic. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Come on, these are not exactly big-budget films. I'm surprised no. because they got a shitload of extras. As the best... Uh, If you're looking for great no-budget action of the 90s, Shapiro Glickenhaus, PM Entertainment, and Lustig. Yeah. If you're looking for the lost one of Lustig, look up Hit List. 
Yeah. This is good, but it ain't. Look at the president, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. So we're, we're 15 minutes into the movie, and, like, we're 22 minutes into the movie, and Christopher Walken just basically shows up again from the beginning. If you read the 70s action folk uh, paperback, that's usually how it is. It would be like the preamble and then the opening. And then right. they would show them the guy in the barn. You're like, his name was, his name was McBain and he was a former warrior. You know what I mean? Yep. He got it in 1973, and look how good it looks still. Yep. And here we go again with Brothers in Arms. Moo cow. Mm hmm. You can tell that. Uh, I I don't know. Let me see something. But you can tell that bridge is going to get blown. Part of that that railroad track is going to get blown up by the end of the movie. They've shown it so much. Oh, yeah. Well, what is that? It's Occam's Razor, right? If they show a gun at the beginning, you know it's going to be used. It's it's an important plot point. Same, yeah. same with anything like a bridge or anything like that, too. Uh, Stephen King was the one who made that, and he called it the shotgun rule. Right. If you see a shotgun at the first of the film just lying around, you know it's going to get used before the end of the movie. The boat can leave now, Carl. Hell, the crew. Yep. <laughs> and it doesn't tell me where it was shot, unfortunately. New York. 
Of course, you can't. Our not going to have a Glickenhouse movie back then. That's not in New York. In shot in New York City. No, you know the Twin Towers is there. That means you can't show this movie anymore. Yeah. People will get. Water Street, damn. You know, the one thing about walking, and this, this is our walking extravaganza, you take a look at his eyes. He does a lot of acting with his eyes. And you know that yeah, like in last too. week's movie, he plays this character, but then all of a sudden, now the fucking blue, he gives you the walking grin and wink. Yeah. A lot of people, we mentioned this last week too, but I, I always think it needs to be mentioned. It's a, it's the man started out as a song and dance man. He was a dancer. And yeah. and I'll tell you, there are a couple of films like Pennies from Heaven and Romance and Cigarettes where you you look at him and he does a dance and like, holy shit, can he dance. And Maria Conchita Alonso is one of those that deserves better than she got. She got lumped in as just another POA. Yeah. And I mean that as an insult. Yeah. I got it. Sorry, Tim. Another walking monologue. Yep. God, there were two, there were almost too many last week. Yeah. Now he seems a little more reserved at this point. Yeah. I have a sneaking suspicion he's going to go back yet by the end Definitely. of the movie. Yeah. Again, I have not seen this film, so I'm just, you know, basing it on 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 what I know of Walker. Look who the bodyguard is. Okay, I'm ch- You see? Oh, yeah. Now we get to see the other ones nowadays. Oh my God! It's a payphone. 
You don't see those around anymore. Dry ice. It's dry ice in those things. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's what they had to do to uh, transport organs. Okay, James's not doing anything. Yeah, he's like, fuck this. Hang on. Yes, I'm going to listen to the advice of some girl with rhinestone glasses. Well, sir, it sounds like Mr. Barton was supposed to protect them. <laughs> okay. All right. See you, James. He had two kids, Carl. Yep. Okay, so I am now a medic. I'm a doctor. Goodness gracious. I love acting. Well, you got more hair than uh, he he does. does. Oh, absolutely. That's one thing about my dad, man. My dad was in his 80s. He still had a tuft of black hair, and it was not gone or thin or anything. So, me, I'm a cue ball. Yes, you are. Oh, here he is. I love how Steve Jane is always uh, is always on in this movie as his bodyguard character. Yeah, you know. There's a Picasso. Pick your own asshole. Somebody's That'd be got a nice. Lot of money. An indoor pool. No, absolutely. I don't know where they found this building, but that's a damn cool building. Yeah. Oh, damn. Who's 
inside. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I said. There he is. Okay. Let me tell you something. Whenever Michael Ironside shows up, I don't care what movie, it's worth watching. Just for just for him. Yeah, I remember the second B miniseries. Uh, Mark yep. Singer was supposed to be the badass in there. And then in the middle of the second episode, there was Michael Ironside and he stole the goddamn movie. Oh, absolutely. Miniseries. Stole fucking miniseries. does not show up in a movie to say no and then stay away. Sorry, that does not happen. We're coming up on the fundraising part, which is just beautifully batshit insane. And there's a surprise coming up here that I'm leaving that you're going to go, oh, shit. Cool. So I do, I do like the setup of this. You know, you've got the prologue. See what happened in in uh, Vietnam, and that's why he's so connected to Santos. And then, boom. Yeah. You know, I get it. You know, the people that you, you know, were around in war, or you know. Yeah. Uh, if he any, wasn't close any to part of your life, that was is another one. Another movie from this era, and he did a couple of them where he's pissed off about the death of uh, New York. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll talk that. about that movie because we're definitely doing that. No, the death of New York. I mean, you've seen uh, Abel. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, we're Buddy Jim, I, I was thinking you were, you know, the guys you were talking who were real New York guys. Who are pissed off seeing their whole seeing their city go to shit? Oh hell yeah! Remember, I was in New York in the eighties, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Al, my nuts are. <laughs> I couldn't get up that easy. God, look how much muscle he had at this part. Yeah, seriously. Those are some biceps. That's the most muscle I've ever seen, Steve James. Okay. Okay, here we go. The fundraiser. Okay, thing. now 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 I know that place. That that's McDougal. McDougal Street, man. Just wait. Oh, I don't I I'm okay with this. Oh yeah. And the surprise is coming up soon. See if you recognize any of the faces as a drug dealer. Oh, it's that Louie? Yeah, that's Louie. <laughs> <laughs> a poker buddy. Louie Guzman. Yeah, do you feel even worse not knowing this that since Guzman is in it? Oh, I listen. I love Louie Guzman. I absolutely fucking love that man. We had several, several, well, three poker games with Luis. God, how do you like it? Uh, Walking, just appearing out of the dark and then vanishing back into it. Yep. Okay, I I, I want to see this. I'm being quiet here, kids. Yeah, look at all these toys. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. See, you always count on Glickenhouse for action. Uh, absolutely. Now, this is a Glickenhouse film. Now it's a Glickenhouse film. Yes. N- yeah. It's a Glickenhouse film. I'm happy now. <laughs> I love this. Listen. Who cares about people that sell drugs to eight year olds? Hey man, you expect them to work in Burger King making three seventy five an hour? They pay two hundred dollars a day. They're just trying to make a living. Well, I see a bunch of assholes from New Jersey. 
How beautiful was that speech from him? Oh, that's a great speech. And you could, I I could tell you right now, he did not like playing drug dealers. But I could see him doing that because of that fucking speech. That's a great speech. What the hell? Okay, this is definitely, definitely a collected house film. There's no doubt. Oh, that ain't the wild part. We're coming up on the wild part here in about 30 seconds. Hey, that's, uh, what is it? That was Spark. Uh-huh. Marilyn Olson's homestead. Yeah. That was actually in L.A., I think. I don't think there was a New York... Okay, this is cool shit. I like that. That was fun. 
drive plot holes through, you know, fucking city, let alone a building. Who cares? (laughs) Okay, okay, I got to ask you, what do you think of the ponytail? Does it work or not? It's Michael Ironside. He looks badass no matter what. <laughs> you can tell this is before he got uh, cancer, Steve James, right. because if we really look, he starts losing weight during his cancer period. This is good stuff. Yeah. You know, you know, something too. This is a little different than a lot of his films because there's a lot more hardware in this. You know, the plane, the gun. Uh, well, there were always guns, but this this is more expansive. Uh, How do you love Louis' speech? Oh, that was a great speech. And I take it that's the only scene he's in. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's love. He just whipped that out. Fuck you. What do you think? I'm under the fucking nine to five. I don't get the real money. What do you mean how much <laughs> There you go. <laughs> okay, I like the Panama hat. Yeah, he like took that from the guy he killed at Louis at Guzman. Nice. I knew you would shit once uh, Louis showed up. <laughs> He's wonderful. There's so many uh, of our guy, your guys, and our guys in it. I'm amazed you haven't seen it before. You know? No, I've not seen this. Louis was a really good friend of Ralph Marrero, and Ralph went to a, to a poker game every week. Now, I didn't go every week, but every if so often I'd go with story, Ralph. If you want to hear the story, 
listen to our great one of our greatest episodes, which is uh, of, uh, uh Day of the Dead. Day of yeah, the Dead. Yeah, Pilato and uh, Gary Clark. Yeah, Gary Clark and Pilato. God, and Amplish was supposed to be on it, but he wasn't. It's supposed to be bad. It's sad that both of them are gone. You know, yeah. Along, along with, of course, we did that for Ralph Marrero who had passed away. No, we did it for you, Carl. You did it for your ego. Don't bullshit. No, but no, we did that for Ralph. Good. I think it has to be the most fucks we've ever said on the show. <laughs> Absolutely. Fuck you, Carl. Fuck you, Carl. <laughs> No, me and him was just saying, fuck you, fuck you, you fuck you, fuck you, you fucking fuck. Uh, oh, nice. Is yeah. Glickenhouse is great when it comes to action. He was underrated as an action director. See, like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. I let the motherfucker keep shooting at me. Some bitch gonna run out of bullets sooner or later. Yeah. Eat shit and die. Eat shit and die, whore. I'm not saying the full translation because that is too politically incorrect. Yes. We can't use the word put. We can't translate the word puto anymore. Shall we just say harlot? We could say harlot. I better call my guys. Good everybody's four hundred miles Something's headed our way. Dog two, red dog two. That's one thing about Glickenhouse. Once it gets rolling, it rolls. Yeah. Robert McVeigh. 
can't stand many PG-13 action films nowadays, younglings. Yeah. Yeah, badass crap like us. How you like that shit? He shot a motherfucking plane down with a 45. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) That's how badass walking is. He can take out a jet plane with a 45. Yep. Like I said, this one gets right wacky and over the top. See, I bet Steve James is just going to glare at him real hard and the plane's going to go, boy. Yep. Get to range in 15 seconds. Arming aircraft. Arming aircraft. 
Okay, how are they going to get out of this? Because they do. Yeah. Nice. CGI? It doesn't look like it. No. It's 91. They didn't have CGI until the, until about 95, 96. Hell yeah. yeah. Nice. Nice. Be right back. What's that ass, Maria? Owen is better. He was one of the last guys, great guys, when it comes to explosions. I'm back. I had to pee. No one did yeah. better. Well, I say, well, no one did better explosions than uh, Glickenhaus in this period. Now, when it comes to car crashes, you ain't out doing PM Entertainment. No, that's true. Jesus. Talk about going out badass. <laughs> yeah. Just make sure you're tall enough where your hand don't get stuck in the barrel, boys and girls. Now this one would have gone over gangbusters at the drive in at the drive in. Oh hell yeah. Well, Glickenhaus always was a big name at the drive-in. 
I mean, how big a hit was the exterminator? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I would think he hit the grindhouses, too, or at least uh, some of the grindhouse circuits. Oh, God, yeah. He is was uh, both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, PM was, too. PM hit both. Well, PM was DTV. Yeah. Oh, okay. But when it comes to pure wackiness, we got to bring in the one, the only, Andy Sedaris. No, Andy Sedaris. Oh, hell yeah. Hard ticket to Hawaii. All of those, man. I was one of the few people that have seen Stacy at the drive-in. That one is pretty much lost. I saw it, though. Good old Howard brought that in as a third feature. And Sedaris didn't give a shit. He hated the mm-hmm. film. And I, I, he was great. I fucking loved Andy Sedaris. I just love that they got all their weapons because they went and killed drug dealers. Yep. And held them hostage. Yeah. How do you know his brother-in-law is fucking him? Everybody's brother-in-law is fucking him. Who is that? I don't know. I've seen him. Hold on. Hold on, I'm, I'm figuring it out here. Eric Granger. I think he was in quite a few uh, DTV action films. Yeah. Oh, that! Look at all this hardware, man. Um, what kind of budget did he have? Seriously, now even if they're they're you know fake guns, man, they look real. Yeah, that's what they got because they look that real. Yeah. Match radar receptor to launch two plants. Hey, like that. How many times have you seen that in a badass action film? Where they're actually reading the instruction, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. 
five stinger missile never been for operation. Trigger hand waves. Stop flashing. Oh, it needs a raincoat. Seriously. You want to flash it, it's a raincoat. Oh, they forgot to turn the batteries on, dumbasses. Hey, like, yeah. What's wrong? What's wrong? Oh, you dumbasses, you forgot to turn the batteries on. That's right, let's do a selfie via 1991, kids. Oh, that's funny. Do the bow tie. Captain Clip-On! Yep. If I have to wear a tie, it's a clip-on, kids. I never learned. Okay, you are definitely bleeding, or I am, so I'm going to turn it down a little bit. No, don't, because this movie's got low sound. Don't you love when you have a hobby? Yeah. Baseball bat. Before. I think I scared them pretty good, no? 
By the way, we are like exactly odd. There's no lag. There's no nada. You're still an idiot. Yeah. Of course, the American government is is involved. Yeah, this, this American is drug now. dealers. Mm-hmm. How did he get all these goddamn helicopters? I don't know. It's a good question. I, I'm surprised at this. The budget, you know, he he stretches budgets, man. This this is a good, solid, mid-level film. Yeah, Blickenhouse loved his helicopters. Yeah, he did. Okay, that that kid needs needs some dumbass. You don't take a pitchfork to an airplane fight. No, you don't. Or helicopter fight. Yeah. Boy, I'll tell you, the demolition guy on this film must have had a fucking blast. Seriously. Yeah. It's just too bad that the missiles... Didn't fly straight like they're supposed to, and they just went cockeyed. Yeah. The roost, the chickens are like, fuck them, they were going to eat him. Oh. This movie is not afraid to make uh, the bad guys the lowest scum of the scum. Yeah. Ain't that a motherfucker? I love it. Walking's dressed like he's on fucking vacation. Yep. Give me a tube, Carl.
<laughs> I'm kind of like, yeah, yeah, this is fake. Don't worry about it. <laughs> if you're listening to this live, we're going to have to go into overtime. If you're not, you're cool. Hey, Carl, you're in the movie. Yeah. There's me. <laughs> With a little princess and a couple other little puppies. Nice. Cantina. Ha! Ha! Nice. Oh, yeah, I love it. Oh, that's Whip Boy. I'm sorry, but that was a hell of a pimp smack with that whip. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Ironside. Wait a second. That's not fair. Yeah, I love that. You about to kick the door in. Wait! I love that because that's just something you always think when you're watching an action film or a horror film, you know. Never mind. They love them uh, Colombian pork pie hats. Yeah, they do. You know, old school, they have maps. They don't have Google Google Maps at this point. Bogota, Colombia. It has been two days since I killed someone, and I miss it. (laughs) Yes. Oh, 
goes for the cure for the I've got it. Now, I've, I've not seen the movie, so I'm, I'm betting, is all his crew going to get through or not? I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen this. Okay. What is that? That means the big gunfight is probably going to be taking place there. More likely. Oh, someone doing coke. That does not surprise me. Great American television. Sorry. Got to be CBS, NBC. I guess they couldn't do that. Nowadays, you can just put it online on the YouTube. Exactly. How the hell did they get every goddamn TV? Uh, it's called a movie, okay? Uh, realism is not this movie's strong point. That's okay. Stop in the name of love. <laughs> love stopper. <laughs> we the people. Ah, shit, I gotta go kill somebody. Not sure what they're planning here, but it's going to be big. They blow sun up. You know this thing ain't got that many tanks because they ain't blowing them up. Right. Fuck you, Pendejo. Who's the babe? I don't know. He's treating her like a dog. No, stay. 
Damn. Well, you know he was going to die. He he came in late. Yeah. Fucking house is pulling all the fucking stops here. Hell yeah. He always does. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, he is on record as being the last movie to ever be shot. As they were tearing down uh, 42nd Street. Yeah, and that's I'm what um seconds. Right. It's chaos. Did you see the look on his face? Oh, God, yeah. he's walking. <laughs> yeah. Filming on here. We're under attack. Open fire. Get the open fire. Finally, Whip Boy gets his. Fuck yep. you. This must be the only tank they got left. <laughs> Some explosion. Damn. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Everything is going boom in a satisfactory way. Yes. Hey, there's you, Carl. Yeah. You didn't see what, you don't know what time I was talking about. There it is again! You! <laughs> Did you catch it that time, which one I was pointing at? No. There it is again! Idiota! Oh, Idiosca, okay. Yeah, AKA. Idiot. Gotcha. <laughs> Only Glicken House will put in the sign that says kiss my ass. We okay? The fire is so good. I have ordered the treasury. They begin facing a new form. This new money will be exactly the same. Except, 
top is that? That's very over the top. Red, white, and blue money. Is that the same one? No. That's black. The other one was olive. Mm Mm-hmm. I converted my ass to Is he going to kill himself? Hopefully. Probably wearing them plastic badges. Yeah. Not, not, not. See, everyone's afraid of walking. That's why that guy quit machine gun because walking was there. Yep. Hell yeah, just hold this shit. Blood is not exactly. Uh, Who cares? Walking, we know it's walking bad. across the fucking. Uh... Oh, that's one. Of the, that's a rocket launcher. Yep. El Presidente, idiota. Every one of his main guys have made it. Yep. Only the the the, the fly boy who joined them midair. Yeah. Like, oh shit, Walkins there. Run. <laughs> nice.
Okay, that was fun. That was oh god, fun. yeah. That was fun. And I gotta say, Louise, thumbs up to Louise, man. Yeah, just a thumbs up to Glickenhaus for writing that speech and just being so blunt about it. Yeah. Well, make you know he was making points here. You know he he was making yeah. political points. Uh, the one thing I will say about Luis Guzman is his latest uh, 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 foray into film and TV is Wednesday. He's playing uh, Gomez Adams on Wednesday. Yeah. And Who he, cares that he, he looks just like Gomez from uh, from the from the cartoons? Well, from the strip. Right. Oh, that was filmed in the Philippines. Okay, there you of go. Of course. Nice. Too bad we didn't have Vic Diaz in there somewhere. Oh, well. He was pretty much retired by then. He had, uh, he was at the verge of, oh, senility. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah. Head wigwam maker, caretaker. Yeah. It's filmed in New York and the Philippines. Of course, it's filmed in New York. He was still acting in 91. He was still acting. But it yeah. was all basically in, in the Philippines. Uh, well, of course, this was... He's in Case Heat 2, 1994. Oh, well. That's the way it is. This was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, I know. I mean, was I right that it got over the top and very wacky during the last third. Once we oh, get yeah. to the fundraiser, after that, it just... Wah! Yep. Yep. Major Tinney, Dirk Sakar, Chuck Vienna. Santos is Chick Panera. Uh, and, and he's around. You see him around. Yeah, Dave Patterson. Victor Argo is El Presidente. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> Papo. Papo. Luis. See, Brothers in Arms, written by uh, Mark Knopfler. You see, performed by Christopher Franken. Damn. Yeah. Nice. Well, this wasn't because it says Dolby Stereos and Theaters, uh, 91. Yep. This is right before Walken's uh, Abel Ferrara. Period. Period. 
This was this was really good. This was really good. Yeah, I could tell. You know, yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those you expect a silly action, but you didn't expect some of the places it went. Like holding mm-hmm. the mob guy up on the fucking. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, on, on the top of the building on a crane. Yeah, that was, this that is was, our annual that was fundraiser. Awesome. Throwing the, the ceiling pan out so the guy kills him, you know, kills the guy yeah. who's tied up to it. Wow! And you get to hear the, him clonk with the ceiling fan. Clonk. Yep. Nice. Well, thank you so much, Stephen, for, for getting me on this. This was this was an absolute blast. And Louis, God damn, Louis! <laughs> I'm amazing to see this because all the reviews say that Louis Guzman steals this movie in just that one scene. Well, you, you know, I I didn't know him real well. I was only like there two, three times playing poker, but he was one of the most just down to earth guys. Seriously, and he absolutely loved. Uh, um, he, he he loved my friend, and and they were they were close, and and he accepted me like, hey, you're you're a friend of Ralph's, you're you're a friend of mine, man. And he, let me tell you something. The one thing he did like to do was drink some Corona or some Negro Modelo. Yeah. Seriously, he 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 liked his 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 uh, Mexican beer big time. And next week, uh, we're going to deal with uh, the very first collaboration of uh, Walken and Abel Ferrara. Oh, my God. Which is a a movie that's not about what you would think if you even watch the trailer. You expect to get film A, but you get film B. And film B is just so goddamn interesting. And it's got a great cast. It's got an absolute fantastic cast. And it has Victor Argo in it again. Yep, Victor's there. And that is uh, Ava Ferrara's King of New York. Yep. Absolutely. Good one. It is one of the best of the deaths of old New York movies. Don't give too much away. You know, you know, that's starting from the the first. Right, right. But the dirtiest words only start with G. Yeah, it all. There is enough of those to really have their own subgenres, like uh, uh, Takedown by Glickenhouse. Uh, the Deuce. Yeah. 40, well, that was after. Deuce. Yeah, Forty Deuce. Uh, the Friday the 13th Part 7 Incident. Yep. Uh, Even The Equalizer. <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, Fear City. Oh, yeah, Fear City. Good stuff. Abel loved, problem with Abel is, well, the good, best thing about Abel is he loved New York. But the problem is, as much as he loved New York, he loved his pharmaceutical materials. Now, and he's basically clean now, isn't he? Yeah. He still hasn't made up with Nicholas St. John. No, which is a shame. Those two were a powerhouse writer. Yeah, those were two together that there was a lot of people that actually thought that Nicholas St. John was a pseudonym for Abel. <laughs> and, nope. And what evil are you up to over at uh, the Deviant Legion? Legion. Uh, Okay, so tonight uh, we welcome actor uh, Ken Walker to our podcast. Ken Walker is the star of the newly released The Reaper Man, which is on uh, pay-per-view. Reaper Man? yeah, oh, yeah, Reaper. basically the Reaper, the Reaper Man. It's a, it is a, uh, uh, a crime story. It was filmed in Memphis, uh, and uh, he is also Keenan is also the uh, duck master at the Peabody Motel uh, hotel. Yeah, I know that. Hotel, you know, and and he uh, he's a really good friend of our podcast, really good friend of Rachel's. So we're going to have a great show tonight. I'm sure Please join us. Tell him for me that uh, uh, what's his name who did uh, the monster and the girl, uh, the two Estes T. Person looking down from it in heaven with love. Okay, good. I'll tell him that. He'll know what I mean because you can't tell him exactly film history. Yeah, I I will tell him that. I will tell him that he uh, he's a really good guy. He actually was on uh, to tell the truth too, uh, uh, as the duck master. He was yeah the duck master, and and he's also really good friends with David Arquette and Pee Wee Herman. Very cool. Oh, cool. And what else do you have going? Because if you only have one show going this week, I'm this weekend, I'm like pulling out a cross and like, what did you do to Carl? <laughs> well, tomorrow, uh, we had a show planned with Vicky and, and, and Limes Marshall. We were going to have Limes back, uh, but something happened, and I'm not really at, at liberty to say. But what we will do tomorrow, I can guarantee this, is we're going to do a commentary watch uh, of uh, The World, the Flesh, and the Devil uh, in honor of uh, the passing of, uh, oh, now. Harry Belafonte. Harry Belafonte, thank you. Um, This this has always been the scariest thing about me and you through the years. Yeah. When I have a brain fart about something, I whip it out and you do it. But when I have a brain fart about something, 
You whip out the info and breathe it in. Hey, listen, you know we're we we are we are definitely on on, on the same we're wavelength. Of you and I. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Plans I have pretty much is uh. What probably watching uh, Lost Highway with my dear sweet uh, Tracy. She wants to watch that again. Okay. By the way, there's one other I do want to mention because I oh, want yeah, you on the podcast. Okay. So on Monday, which is this coming Monday, and or actually back, this coming back up. No, back this up. coming Tuesday. I'm sorry. Back this up. Tuesday. Back up. Okay. What are you and TC doing on Sunday? Oh, on Sunday, it, actually, I am not part of this show on Sunday. Uh, but Rock This Town Radio, he's going to have his friend Randy Gorley on, and it's called Hitting the Pavement. It's all songs about roads, streets, boulevards, that sort of thing. So I actually get a week off because he's got Randy coming in. Is he going to have um, that one by uh, Willie DeVille? Uh, we talked about driving down the street in the May. car. What? I, I'm not. I'm not sure if he'll have Willie Deville. I, I do not know. Yeah, but you know what I'm talking about. The one we're yeah, talking I about. Little Jimmy. So, so I do want to talk about Monday real quick. Okay. Uh, and I want you on the show. I've told you about this. We w- are welcoming someone very special. Uh, Miss Rhonda Jo Petty, if you do not know the name, she was an actress during the golden age of porn in the late 70s into the mid-80s. Mid uh, and more than likely, I, I have been in contact with Jeannie, Jeannie Silver, and those two are very good friends, so Jeannie oh, will probably yeah, be on there, too. Oh, yeah, we forgot that we need to say. And let's sing it together, Carl. Okay. One, happy two, birthday, happy birthday to you. In adult films from my era that you do not want to fuck with. Right. And, and may I also say that it's happy 70th for, for Annette. So, yeah. you know, absolutely. We hope you had a wonderful birthday, Annette. Seriously. Yeah. With that, we'll see you next week, and goodbye, farewell, and enjoy the movie, and enjoy your weekend. Absolutely. Thanks, Stephen, for having me on. Really appreciate it, man. Okay. Wait, you got to pick another movie next week. King of New York don't show up to the first. Okay. I we're okay. still doing walking next week, so so I'll come up with another one with walking. Yeah, that's easy. peace, that's easy. love, and violence. Okay. All right, folks. Good night. Good night.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.